The following episode is uncensored and contains language and scenarios that some listeners may find disturbing or offensive. We don't intend to make a habit of this, but there are some topics that are darker than others and warrant an unfiltered discussion. We hope you understand, and with that being said, on with the episode. I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. I just, I need to make sure that the listeners understand the only reason we're recording today is because I badgered the hell out of both of you. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think first we talk about this thing that happened in the news recently. I don't know. Did you guys see the thing that happened last week with the Capitol or? What do you mean? Something happened last Wednesday? That's a specific, I'm glad you know the day. I couldn't have said the day because every day in my life now is the same day of like terror and awfulness. It is like the, it is like Groundhog Day for horribleness. <laughs> um, not gonna lie. So, I will say, so Shane came home with flowers, ice cream and asked me to turn the TV off. And I said, no. Um, but, <laughs> but you text us too and we were both like, no, nope. <laughs> no, you cannot turn off that television. Um, Not this one. So uh, what we're talking about here is January 6th, what should have been a regular old every four year occurrence where we just say, hey, this person won the election, basically. A ceremonial occurrence. Yeah. Yes. Every year. Like n- it never is there an issue. Like we don't even hear about this ceremony because we've already established who's going to be the president back when they're like, okay, well, this is how it's going to go. And then we're all- Probably most people didn't even know it happened. Well, this is something I was going to say. Like none of the dates that we've experienced throughout this election, knowing when the states are supposed to ratify and validate the things. I've never known that. I've never fucking known that or heard of that in my life. Like I just thought, well, the electoral college just meets on this other day. So the states counting them, the electoral college counting them, and then Congress counting the electoral college votes, never heard of it. Never knew any of that happened. Because we're not usually like this. Also, by the way, before we digress into all matters of fuckery, um, it was a, if nothing else, January 6th became a wonderful day for a civics lesson for a lot of people who needed it. Okay, because we did that is a stretch for a silver lining, but there it is. <laughs> there it is, because it's it's the only one we're gonna find today. Um, because a lot of people learned a lot of things that they didn't know, and actually a lot of people, just like in this last election, which also grim statistic, we had more people turn out for this last vote on November twentieth, twenty twenty, than we had historically. Okay, so it's bad why it happened. It's good that it happened, right? Ultimately, we had people vote and turn out and we always want that, right? It's like you and I talked about in the election anxiety special, like if someone in the past had been like, listen, 2020, more people are going to vote in the presidential election than have ever voted in the country's history. And people are going to be aware of civics and goings on in the country like never before. We would have been so excited. Right. But you know, and so, you know, Rin and I, when, if you look, listen back to our um, election, post-election, where Mitch decided he wasn't going to join us, um, who had been very excited, Rin and I didn't share that sentiment, and it was because January 6th. We, I was really We could say over. we had a premonition. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I can say that we have confirmed that Biden is the current sitting president, has conceded finally publicly, um, not to the current, the upcoming president, but November, I mean, January 20th probably isn't going to be that pretty either. No. And I, in all fairness, I I was aware that. So in in the initial, uh, wake of the, uh, announcement, you know, that Saturday before you guys wanted to record at 10 AM on a Sunday, and uh, I was just so relieved. I, like, I, I joined everybody for that moment. It, and to me, it was just that moment. Like, I knew it wasn't going to last. I knew he wasn't going to go quietly. And I knew we were up for a lot of bullshit. But in that moment, it was just, okay, I think we've earned this moment 
to embrace some kind of relief, some sort of happiness and hope. That quickly went away. Sure, we, I, we, I get it. You just, it. You're hopeless. You have no hope or joy in your life. And I get that, Katrina. And I, I just want you to understand that I needed some. So I strayed away from your nihilistic views, okay? But. That, listen, everybody who knows me knows I'm very nihilistic. So. But I knew <laughs> That's not that, a surprise to I knew that, that that it was not going to end. The rhetoric was already there. The flames had already been stoked too much. These lines had been drawn by these people of, no, this is the absolute truth. And it comes from this higher power that is in the seat right now. And whatever he says is what we go with. And there is no questioning that at all whatsoever. And anybody who even comes close to questioning that is a treasonous leftist. So I knew that there was a reckoning coming and that it was not going to be pretty and that we were, I just didn't expect it that day. Like I expected to wake up Sunday after they announced the electoral college and for what happened on Wednesday to be happening, but they, they waited and organized. So to go back to what you were saying, you know, talking about January 6th, nobody knowing. Um, So in my 40 years, you figure there's been several January 6ths that have been inaugurated, like in um, where we've certified the electoral vote. Never have I seen it and never would I have watched it otherwise. No, but and if they were, look, they were threatening this for months in well, advance and well, actually and organized before we start. And, and actually, so we, we have it on in the office. And, and the first thing my boss, who is a, who is a veteran said, I can't believe they're letting them on the steps. Like they're already on, they're on the steps of the Capitol. And this is long before they're violent, but already it was like, you know, like literally the majority of our sitting government is within steps of these people. And we're letting them stand on the steps. It sounded like a bad idea long before we ever turned violent. And nobody could have, nobody I don't think could have truly fathomed the horror that then start starts at what three o'clock ish, except um, for all the people that have been planning it. Uh, uh, right, yeah. right. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, I, I'm I was imagining it. I, I 100% imagined it. And then when I saw the lack of any sort of uh, police force or anything like that, like yeah, the six guys trying to hold back, th- you know, a couple thousand people. Right. Um, I've never considered, let me say this before we get going. I've never considered myself, I mean, I've always been proud to be American. I've never considered myself some super patriot who like flies the flag on all my vehicles and my house and stuff. But when I watched them breaking down the Capitol, it it hurt me personally. Yeah. I, 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 it, it, was, it was painful to watch. It was, it was, I mean, I actually, I was on the verge of tears the, pretty much the entire time once I started seeing them breaking windows and things and tearing down the f- American flag. That was such an affront. And then when Joe Biden spoke, and I think I've not, I've obviously, so Joe Biden's the first um, of the first, the main two um, parties I've ever voted for. And I've voted since the shit show that was Gore Bush. Um, it was the first time I've ever voted for one of the two main parties, but and so I'm not like this big Biden fan, but when Biden spoke, I, the tears actually finally rolled because I thought, thank God we'll have some decorum back. Yeah. I, normalcy, maybe not, but at least some kind of. Respect uh, the office do, again? Yeah, 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 yeah. Some, some sort of uh, balance of power where instead of just free free balling it just basically putting your dick on a table and seeing if anybody wants to touch it like that's the way the last four years have felt and it's it's shocking how many people wanted to touch the dick to be honest with you but well, like, for um, those of you watching the video the weird smile i just had was because shane heard that and <laughs> 
wasn't. Touch the dick. No, um, Shane's not even in the room, people. By the way, like, there were Shane's... 10 presidential inaugurations since my birth, FYI. I just wanted to throw that in because I wanted to make sure I counted. I figured it would be 10 because obviously 40, but, you know, there could be there could have been weirdness. So, so. you know, I, I know something I found interesting was I, I think it was Amy Klobuchar because, of course, as you can guess, I've been watching the View segments on this because um, <laughs> what a place to get your information. Um, I believe it was Amy Klobuchar. They've done a lot of interviews about this in the past few days, but was saying that um, the people that she was in the room with, I think, I think uh, you know, a bunch of senators, bi- bipartisan, it was everybody. When Joe Biden spoke, everyone was quiet, and then um, there was applause after, and not just Democrats. And I thought that was lovely, but I, I like, you know, that's almost like a scene from a movie in your head or something, you know what I mean? But it also, this morning, I was thinking about how now they're starting to, like, take this seriously. Like, now they're talking about the 25th. Because. Why did it actually come into your office? that's exactly why that's exactly why is because until then until their lives were in danger and until they realized if we continue with this then we are the we trump is making us the targets we've been with him this whole time and then when it comes time to actually legitimize our government he turns on us and puts them on us and they're coming into this like these people are coming in with zip ties and flak jackets indiscriminately none of them know the face of anybody other than maybe mitch mcconnell and nancy pelosi and so if if they run across a senator or a congressman in the hallway it doesn't matter which party they're in it doesn't matter who they support or who they don't support they're a target and they're going to get zip tied and thrown in the back of a van or whatever you know that's all hyperbole because none of it happened but when they realize like shit he sent them here they are in our offices they are here to get all of us not just the democrats they are here for literally all of us they're here for me mitch mcconnell they're here for me mike pence they're here for me lindsey graham that's when they're like fuck we let this go on way too long the first three people in the line of succession were in the building that's correct i i just you know they don't know what that means though. And so let me go to one of the things that somebody I respect a lot tried to start saying, and it was like, well, why were there so few? It's almost, it, they they wanted this to happen. And I said, Who? the Democrats, I said, nobody wants to be held hostage. You know, I what I thought when all of this was going on was, so, Congress people were taking off their badges and stuff so they wouldn't be identifiable because like you said, nobody knows who they are. Right. The ones people do know and the ones people hate like Pelosi and especially like, I'm not a fan girl and I don't stand AOC or anything like that, but like the, the squad, Ilhan Omar, AOC, on a press, yeah. like if those women had been seen, I don't know that they would have like- Been okay. They would have no. gone for any, let's be honest, they would have gone for any woman of color assuming they were one of them anyway yeah i mean they would have um i i don't think you know and then there's this whole well you don't know and this and that and i'm like well katrina back to what you were just saying about this person that that was like no the democrats wanted this the democrats didn't have anything to lose they were walking away with the victory no matter what like they didn't need this to happen the 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 day was going to end regardless with biden being confirmed as the president right and my response to this was one to nobody wants to be held hostage but just because you're a it's late you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink you could leave the doors to the white house open that doesn't mean i'm going to go in and take a shit on the fucking rug okay like just I would. I mean, I just think it would be fun to shit in the White House. I mean, I'd be happy in a toilet. Goddamn toilet and flush after myself and probably spray some poopery. Let's be honest. Do you think they have poopery in the White House? You have to spray the poopery first. Do they have the poopery in the White House? I I would hope so. Do you think so? Or do you think they have like a fancy White House brand? Well, 
there's a lot of things I could say that I'll, I'll not. Um, let's just but, let's save this for a different episode. We'll do a whole episode. Right, on it. a whole poopery episode. You can get your bidet in there somehow too. But um, but I do want to say before we move on, you spray the poopery first correct. before you go to the bathroom. Right. That is important to know. That's the point of poopery. Um, I didn't know that like, at first. Oh Jesus! So neither did Shane. I can promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> we do need a whole like episode on how to use poopery. Um, but like and bidets. You know, my point is. Even if there had been no Capitol Police, if you were such a patriot, there should have been absolutely nothing in you that said, I'm going to go in here and deface our nation's capital. Desecrate the capital of my country. And no, fly and a flag I, that is not American. It's not an American down, flag. I'm a patriot, so I'm going to tear down this American flag and hang up a flag with a man's fucking name on it. Like, that's what I don't understand. And I hate the fucking word patriot. I hate it so much because of the connotations that it it brings. And it's, there's nothing patriotic about it. There's nothing patriotic about this. Is it started to be like, people use it like, I am and you're not. I'm and you're not. Like, but you know what we did, you know what the non-patriots didn't do? We didn't tear down the fucking American flag. Even if you didn't then fly another flag, you tore the American flag down. The flag that you say you're so up, you're upholding and you're so patriotic toward, you stand for it and you do all your things, but you could tear it down and then fly a false God's flag. Replace it. You literally replaced. If a foreign nation came to our capital and flew their flag, we'd declare war on them. Well, there's also a picture of a guy walking through the Capitol with a Confederate flag. Which mm-hmm. I think because we are like, it's something we see all the time, especially here in the South, it's kind of like not as horrifying, but it, it's objectively horrifying. speaking. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, it's like the banality of evil. Like you see this sure. shit all the time. Right. We're, we're uh, desensitized to it to an extent. It's, yeah. And so I'm, like we still have, like, I still I'm like. Oh. Sure. But, it's gross. It's like, we just see it so much and- Right. We just roll our eyes at this point. But when you see Cory Booker get up and talk how hurtful that is for him to see that. But to see somebody carrying it, remember we had like the civil war, that's where it came from, even though nobody actually knows its origin, but that's fine. Um, it was barely used, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, yeah. also the correct. battle flag. We're just like the battle flag, which found its resurgence in the twenties. Uh, was it the twenties? Uh, I think it was like the sixties. Let's oh, talk. Well, about, with the resurgence of the Ku Klux Klan. Let's talk about these parallels and this inability to admit you've lost. Um, uh, you lost the Civil War. Um, That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You're saying you've lost the presidential election. Can we obviously? So here's what this is going to unfortunately say then how long have how long has it been since we lost the civil war they lost that they're still carrying this flag does that mean then for the next all these years later we will still be seeing MAGA flags so I'm going to say this and I'm, I'm probably going to repeat it numerous times but I just want to establish a base here is we can try to think about the logic that these people have but there is none this has yeah. become and I, I mean this uh, we, I, I'm not an expert, but this is textbook cult. This is a death cult. This is a literal death cult. These people will die for Donald Trump and his mentality. He doesn't have beliefs. He says the most vague statements he can and then let them run with it and take the ideology and build it themselves. That's, that's a cult a- leader. It's not even always vague though. Sometimes it is truly. And so let me, you know, it's just like, it, it's just the most outlandish shit that came to your head. Well, but I could it, just go around. It, what happens if he's like, no, the sky's not blue. It's fucking, you know, green. And everybody's right. like, green, Trump says it's green. I mean. Right, right. And again, the minute anyone even shows the slightest bit of dissent, even, okay, well, we, we have to go through this. I'm sorry, guys, it's fine. Like they could say it just like that. Look, I'm sorry. I don't like it any more than you kids, but we, we got to do it. Traitor, traitor. And the way- they're on the fucking fire too. And that's what's so fucking terrifying about it. And these people will literally die 
Well, they thought he several was of with them, them did, huh? He thought he, they thought he was with them. He went back to the White House and hid, and they thought he was marching with them. Guys, no, no, he doesn't. First of all, he's not walking that far. Um, clearly, <laughs> clearly, can you see him out there with some? Ever. Can you see Does him out there with some Heelys on? <laughs> he's just skating up by on some Heelys, like, come on, guys, let's go. By the way, it's been 156 years. It'll be just, it'll be 156 years on May 9th since the Civil War ended. And we're still carrying that fucking goddamn flag. But, um, but it is, a, it, like I said, these people in a, a post I read on Parlor that was a popular post. I, I didn't read it on Parlor. I read it, it from Parlor in a news article. But they were basically saying, this isn't even about him being in office anymore. This is about liberty and freedom in America. And it's like, no, it's not. It's not. Like, that's the opposite of what it's about. It's absolutely about him. And they're going to show up to the Capitol. They're going to be having guns and they're going to start more shit. And eventually the government's just going to have to, like, there's no way. Like, there's, we, we can keep arresting them, but they're just going to keep coming. Yeah. Well, me, it's just going to continue to fuel this fire. Right. Let me ask you guys a question. And it's like a conversation we've been having here in this house. I, I keep seeing a lot of like outlets that I consider very reasonable um, calling this domestic terrorism. Mm -hmm. And so my question to you all is, is it and why or why not? Absolutely. I think that it was an attempt at domestic terrorism. I think it was definitely an attempted coup. Again, you can call it a protest, but when you're running into the state capitol with flak jackets, tasers, and zip ties, that's a fucking problem. That is you attempting to take hostages or kidnap somebody or whatever. Like the zip ties are a big testament. And then you see people like the New York Times and Washington Post being like, okay, let's stop calling it a coup. It's like, no, what the fuck else was it? Like, what was their purpose? They, okay, they probably didn't have a plan or purpose once they got in there. That's why you saw them just wandering around aimlessly. Uh, but it, just because it's poorly organized doesn't mean it's not right, right, right. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, they they stormed the Capitol in an attempt to overturn an election and to take over the government. Like, that's a coup. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I think I like when I saw when I saw that for the first time, I, it was from the um, United States League of Women Voters. I kind of was like, it it took me back a little bit. Um, and this was like very like the night of like before we had all the details we have now um because now when i know all of what you just said and that there was a gallows outside and that elizabeth from knoxville who we'll get to later called it a revolution like all of that information makes it crystal clear to me but you know when we're just watching it happen it's harder and, and terrorism is such a strong word and it's as we know from the nashville bombing not something that they have like super like legally super clear whatever policy around or whatever uh, <clears throat> definitions of but yeah when you got a gallows outside and you're talking about killing people and you bringing in arms and there's no reason to have handcuffs unless you plan to have hostages it seems pretty obvious to me and th the thing that made it most clear to me was if this was if this was were people from another country we wouldn't hesitate to call it terrorism and we right? would have declared war so um, if this was um, black people, we wouldn't hesitate to call well, it terrorism. Let's and yeah, well, no, and we would have wholesale killed them. Um, mm -hmm. The United States Department of State defined terrorism in 2003 as premeditated, politically motivated violence perpetrated against non-combatant targets by subnational groups or clandestine agents, usually intended to influence an audience. I do believe it. By that definition, it is absolutely terrorism. Yeah. yeah. I think that then we had, so I think after, I think there, um, when the Senate and House go back and start again at eight o'clock, um, the Senate, I thought, did a pretty good job when they started speaking. Um, you know, some of them I was like, then the House went and they sound like just a bunch of fucking idiots. It, it, what a well, difference, right? In, in um, all fairness, the House is a bunch of fucking idiots <laughs> they are i, I mean um, and, and then, that's that's the problem that you get into with that much representation is like the senate you get two 
Yeah. You get and two folks. Right. And then, and then the house, you know, you, so it, if you don't understand, so this again, civics, it, it did do a lot for civics for people to understand what these are and how they come to be. This is a great time to go ahead and look at that. But the house represents like a, a smaller constituency. Um, right. And so they can be more pocketed psychopaths or idiots. Um, they are still just people as much as we- sure. We should have respect for general offices and sure. like the things that make uh, our country our country. They're still just people. They Correct. are. And that's what, and that's the Senate is trying to do that, right? The Senate's trying to say, for the most part, look, these people are my colleagues. They're my friends. I disagree with them, but that's our job. And da da da. Well, then Matt Getz, who just he was mine for the night. I I really don't like a lot of them, but Matt Getz from from Florida. My God, he then went and said there is absolute proof that those. Those were Antifa posing as MAGA, and the House fucking clapped for him. Um, facial recognition says those were Antifa. Well, Antifa- They were claiming it online on Parler. Also, right. by the way, Antifa is known to cover their faces, so facial recognition is not. Also, by 10 o'clock, the FBI and everybody had not checked that yet. Also, but, Antifa and, and is not an organization. Right, right. So- they all platform, so he's Trump Jr. is my point. What's happening is then now we just have different mouthpieces who are still in. He's this is inciting more problems. You're just well, not saying anything fact based. You're just saying whatever the fuck you think you want to say. Right. And you're saying what you want to say, but throwing in we have proof that this happened. Okay, well show us the proof. Well, it, but the no, problem, we have it. We have it. We have the proof. Okay, well he must have so the proof. It, but the problem is his constituents don't care if there's proof. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's that cult mentality of these you people said it. said it. So it's gotta be true. Cause they wouldn't lie to us. Cause we are ride or die. I just think, I don't know. I have, as everybody who listens knows, I struggle with faith. I struggle with the ability to put so much faith in anything I don't know how how anybody en masse puts so much faith in a just a a person. A fucking buffoon. But a person like I can't even believe in God. And and this is somebody who's been believed in for centuries, for thousands of years by millions of people and I can't and and how are we just believing in this this a man? Any man, even even the people who are like hardcore, diehard, any of these politicians who everybody knows. I hate politicians. I don't think any of them really want what we want. I think they want their own, you know, they, they don't care about us in general. How are we putting so much faith in them? How are we just cart, I mean, just handing them the keys to everything saying, okay, yeah, I believe it. Um, no matter what you say. I will say quick aside. Um, I'm a pretty low key prayer. Like I, I mean, we all know I'm the only Christian on this podcast. Um, Interesting to be the minority. Um, oh, but, how's it feel? <laughs> You're already a woman, so I mean, <laughs> um, I like I usually like pray before I go to bed at night. I just kind of like run through my thanks for this, thanks for this. You're awesome. Please help me do this. Blah blah blah. When I like heard this was happening, I was like feeding the dude and like doing dishes and stuff. I like legit dropped to my knees and prayed that like you know, peace would win the day and that, you know, everybody, as many people as they could, would come out unscathed. And if you profess to be a Christian and you hoped for anything else on that day. Yeah. You better reevaluate some. Maybe uh, let's, uh, maybe let's find that Bible. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, and and, and that goes, I haven't understood for, for years how uh, the Republican party became the go-to religion for Christianity I mean, I understand it, and it, it's solely based on pro-life. Like that, it, there's that's the only thing I can possibly imagine. Yeah. But then, I guess once you get to that point of, well, this is the most important thing to me of being pro-life. But what about all this other stuff? I mean, I guess if they're pro-life and they say they're Christian, then all this other stuff must align with my morals too. So let's go with that because this is what my parents went with and this is what we should go with and abraham lincoln um i have several 
friends that are really, that are very Christian, who are very Republican, who are very not Trump. Right. Which, because they're, again, they're like, I have to imagine my grandmothers, like, I find it hard to fathom my grandmothers could find it in themselves to vote for Donald Trump. Like, right. I, I hope just because, you know, like, I had a conversation with my Nana once about the podcast. She's like, where can I hear a Mitchell? I was like, oh, no, 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 ma'am. No, you would not like them. Well, why not? Well, Nana, uh, you know, sometimes they're just candid conversations and and sometimes they have profanity. Why? Like Without missing a beat, my Nana asked, I said, they've got profanity in them. Why? (laughs) Because we can. So, because of that interaction, I find it hard to believe that my Nana or my Mimi would see him say something, anything, see this stuff happen and be like, I, okay. But, but, and I'm, I mean, I, I don't know your grandmothers. They sound lovely. Um, but I'm not speaking about them specifically, but 70 million Republic or Republicans, well, 70 million people voted for him. And I have to, assume that a big number of those people would have that exact response right right like and and to be honest with you at this point i'll I'll even give you a pass if you voted for him like whatever you know you don't want to vote for a democrat because you've been brainwashed to not understand the difference in the political leanings or to actually pay attention to issues and you blindly vote for a single party that's fine whatever i can't change your mentality on that but if you're doubling down on this fucking rigged election bullshit and you're 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 getting into this this weeds like no it was voter fraud but you didn't believe russia hacked the investigation you didn't believe the ukraine call happened even after hearing the fucking ukraine call you didn't hear you don't believe that he called the the georgia uh state representative and asked to find eleven thousand votes even after hearing it then you're you're just too far gone and and the response and and i'll tell you what the response is because when i've brought every one of those up is oh you're just hearing um flips and i said well here's what i can i listened to the whole republican phone call well and i said the whole uh georgia phone call i don't i go you know you can um all these senators and Cong- all these people, you know, you can actually look up what they said. They have all the recordings of every meeting they've ever had. On th- on Wednesday, we could watch it live. So been it was it's been was edited it, by the deep state. Yep, it was not. This was coming from their mouths. Okay, and so it wasn't from a news source. It was. It's incredible, but it's. their answer to everything is the media has done it and now i think the media is a problem i don't disagree media is culpable media is absolutely in this um i think that unless we all and and i go back to i I had to think about this a lot ren you've been on my mind 100 percent of the time since wednesday because you know your big thing is we have to give kindness to everybody everybody deserves our kindness and it's something i've struggled with a lot this week um I've had to find it very deep. And it's like the, what would Rin do? Um, and she'd say, we got to We got to do kindness first. Even if, even these, because it's not. So we've got to find some way to get back to decency and to stop just saying what everybody has to stop saying, whatever the fuck comes to our mind in yeah. public forum in, in, in factual way. Like, cause we're saying it like it's fact and yeah. it's just opinion. And it needs to be a little more clear, okay? But even if you're right, do you want to be right as the, like, walls of our democracy come crumbling down around There's There has to be a place for fact. There has to be a place for the rule of law. There has, But we also have, like, when we're talking about the consequences of all of this, like, we have to be mindful of, like, how we as a country move forward. I, I was thinking in this in the shower this morning actually about it. And like, you know, when I listen to like social stuff about marriage and like, you know, like tactics for how to make marriage work, to me, like where we are as a country right now, it feels like two people that have been married for like 25 years and like hate each other. And like, you know, maybe they were different when they first met, but like now they like 
don't see the world the same way and like assume the worst of each other. And when you assume the worst of each other, then sometimes people live up to your expectations and that's what we're doing. And so yeah. what a great analogy. Think, yeah. And I do think that we're right, by the way, like, you know, Josh Hawley, who's one of the um, representatives who's been charged with, you know, he's got blood on his hands, basically. He like helped incite the riot or whatever the hell he's we want to call it. Um, you know, he had his book deal taken away from him and I don't have any problem with that. Simon and Schuster should be able to do, you know, they don't have to go into business with anyone they don't want to go into business with. Free company. Yep. But, but the problem with that is, okay, so now what's he going to do with his voice, right? Now it's right. going to go over here and, you know, we've got Parler and, you know, we were talking before we started recording about, you know, Parler. Now the app is not on Google and Apple. And so now they're going to go further into the recesses of the internet. And like, to me, like, it's just going to get darker and darker and scarier and scarier. And I don't know what the hell to do. And I don't have an answer, but it I'm is very because sad about it. It's all the, it's all the overreactions like we've been talking about, but then it's hard to how do we say what you are saying and doing isn't okay. And at some point somebody has to stop you, but then yeah. what happens is instead of self-reflection, right? So all of us reasonable people, if you said to me, Katrina, you're not going to be allowed on this podcast anymore because you're out of control. Instead of me going, well, you guys are fucking assholes. You know, maybe I should go, you know, what am I doing to alienate them? Right. But they are not doing that. Like you said, it's that, again, another overreaction where we're going to go bigger and badder. Right. And that's what we're doing. We keep trying to outdo each other in our horrors. Well, yeah. and it's, you know, the Twitter and the Facebook bans. And then you see the people like, how dare you censor a sitting U.S. president? If that's not treason, I don't know what is. It's like, OK, well, first off, both of those are privately owned companies. And right. since you are such a gung-ho patriot, you need to appreciate and respect capitalism as it stands. So you you also probably don't get mad at a baker for not wanting to bake a cake for a gay couple. So, nice. you, you know, you, you can't have it both ways. And that's the problem is, you know, again, it goes back like, okay, so there was uh, definitive, definitive proof from multiple departments of the U.S. government that Russia did, in fact, medal in the u.s election in 2016 that was proven uh by multiple aspect asset uh parts of the government um they didn't prove whether trump had anything to do with it or not but the fact that russia meddled in the investigation that was established however they still say no that's not real that's not real that's not that's not true but then this happens and voter fraud is completely viable. It's a completely viable option. And it not it's not only an option, it definitely happened without a doubt, despite those same parts of the government, the the DOJ, even even Trump's DOJ was like, nah, fam, that was that was a legit election. You know, the FBI, all these people are like, no, 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 this was a legit election we've done many many recounts on all these states and they're still like no it was rigged if it we were so rigged. good we would have gotten rid of mitch mcconnell lindsey graham fucking forever ago if we were mitch so goddamn good been bye bye right. <laughs> right get the fuck out of here you guys are so full of shit and trust me if you could voter fraud nancy pelosi's ass out y'all would too so shut the fuck up also well, let by me the go back to kicking her his ass out of all of these social media so it's not discrimination because he's not being discriminated against because of his race, his color, his religion, his sex, his sexual orientation, his origin, his disability, or his age. He's being discriminated against because he's a fucking asshole, which is not a protected class. Right. He's literally violating terms that he agreed to when he signed up for Twitter a, on. A private company. Correct. And they can, they can block him because it's Tuesday. I, Correct. I love assholes are not a protected class. Uh, not a protected it's cute. Y'all thought this was going to be a short episode, by the way. I know. I <laughs> and so, but like, you know, just once again, so we say these things and everybody just says whatever the fuck happens. And I'm not saying that we're not all a little guilty of that. Okay. It's not helpful. 
and we're no. saying when we spout it as fact, we are continuing a, a problem that really does need to get curbed. I mean, it needs we need to tamp it down. We need to and, stop just spouting things as fact when they're just opinion. We need to. And, and truthfully, finding myself doing that very thing and or arguing constantly on Facebook with these people that there is no way of communicating with is why I left. I was like, no, this is turning me into that person that I, I despise and I have right. to stop this and I have to, to deal with this in my own way. And I'm not, I'm not helping in this aspect. Like my voice is being heard by the people who already know what my voice says. And the other people that it's, it's not reaching it's not them. Helpful. It's not helpful. It was not helpful when I'm watching Senate speak and I thought really most of the Republicans did a very good job. And then, and Chuck Schumer wouldn't shut the fuck up. And it was like, Chuck, you said your piece. We know it. We know he was wrong. You've said he was wrong. You attacked him. That's fine. Now stop. Just, what I didn't understand why they smart. didn't just go in, fucking do it, and then say what they needed to say. Like, put this on the fast track, kids. Like, get this but, done. But it's but, understanding. Instead but, of all of them, you know, if Mitch McConnell can realize that shit isn't helpful, then Chuck Schumer, God damn it, shut yeah. up after you said your piece. Well, and let the Republicans say it. And I know, like, he probably yes. wanted yes. the Democrats to have credit. You know what I mean? Like, we've been saying this all along, but let the let like let the republicans say it <laughs> and I no say i agree like if i had gone after mitch mcconnell i would have stood up and been like yo i i i uh i saved my time y'all can have that he nailed yeah. it i'm good nope. well that's no, he right. was the he was the guy y'all needed to hear this from not me you know where i stand on it but this guy saying that well, that's no, go ahead. Lindsay, what do you got to say what do you got Lindsay? So Donnie walks in and so just so everybody kind of gets what ha was happening. So I'm at work like in horror, <laughs> basically in tears. I asked Donnie, you know, I asked him, he was riding with a guy that day. And I said, you need to let him knock on the doors. And mm -hmm. he has no idea. So Donnie has no idea what's going on. And I'm like, right. all I need is my, my person of color knocking on someone's door and getting killed because everybody's rowdy today. So yeah. he comes home. He doesn't get home until like, and I'm like he's like what's what and I'm like you know and so then he's like I don't even know what's going on I wondered why you told me not to be the one to knock on doors and I'm like Jesus Christ you know and then every time a Democrat was speaking I was like okay go ahead and I'll tell you what's going on and then when a Republican would get up I was like shut up I gotta hear it I gotta hear it right and I never do that but like <coughs> the Democrats were all gonna say what they were gonna say I needed to hear what the Republicans were saying I needed to hear them say okay we're wrong. We're done. We're not doing this. Even that stupid debutante from Georgia, which by the way, I'm surprised still, they did not fight Georgia. But the only thing I can think is that Loeffler said, listen, guys, you're just going to embarrass me more, honestly, because I could not believe I'm like, if you're going to fight Arizona and Pennsylvania, why not Georgia? But well, the other thing is what cracks me up about the Georgia thing real quick uh, is that it wouldn't have helped. <laughs> it wouldn't have changed anything. If they, if, he, if they did miraculously find 11,800 11, whatever votes <laughs> and Georgia overturned, it's not going to change the results. What it's I will it's like not going to change. By the way, <coughs> every one of you MAGAs, guess who you voted in? Because it was you guys who did it. You got the first black and first Jew from fucking Georgia elected. Congratulations. They did, for, it made history, and it's all because of all the heavy Trumpers. That's that's the only reason they make it. Because no, people came out in droves to stop this shit. Plus, they, they were doing the infighting so much of like, well, this person isn't gonna stand against the election, so I'm not gonna vote against, I'm not gonna vote for them, and it's like, you you guys just don't even get this. A black like, guy and a Jew in for the first you, time. You're so dumb. They're just so dumb. You got it. You did it. It's a cult mentality. Like that's all it is. Like it's they worship this man, they follow him, and they will follow him to death. Yeah. <clears throat> I do think we need to, before we wrap up, uh talk about <laughs> Elizabeth from Knoxville. And 
any other people we want to mention and uh, the crazy conspiracy theories. Because we're not going to get an answer on where we go from here because, you know, no, it's going to happen. No, I, I will say on where we go from here is that <clears throat> we most definitely need to remove him from office. I do not want, like, I don't want him to walk away with presidential retirement benefits. Oh, that's a good point. I will, yeah, but I mean, so and the options are like, let it go, let him, let him write it out. Uh, he resign, impeach him again, or the 25th, like invoke the 25th and have him. I don't want him to resign. I want him forcefully removed from power and or stripped of, of it. Like even if- <clears throat> He won't resign. He won't he even won't. admit he lost the election. So he won't resign. We and know that. The problem if he resigns, then Pence could pardon him. Pence won't pardon him at this point. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what some, I don't even know what the right answer is, but that's I what I think he pissed off Pence so bad. When Pence gave his talk, I, I could not, I was like, and he doesn't even mention the presidential office. I mean, he doesn't even, it was pretty, I mean, for once, I thought I almost had a modicum of respect for Pence at that point. It was the first time I've ever. Well, so, <laughs> he'd be like, homie, I'm here. Like, <laughs> So from what I understand is that uh, when a president creates their presidential library, they can put whatever they want in it. So basically, he can choose which version of history is taught or accessible in that library. Secondly, he gets a pension of $200,000 a year if he resigns or just leaves. Um, <clears throat> not to mention lifetime secret service which richard nixon resigned the presidency so that he could keep his retirement benefits he eventually like uh uh forwent um his secret service detail he said it was to save america money because it was costing three million dollars a year and his wife gave up her secret service uh detail a year later but he doesn't need that he needs to have that power stripped away so that he can go to jail. Well, they, they do, there is like some like legal wonderings around this, but there's, they're saying that perhaps if he is impeached a second time, that the law would say he couldn't run for public office again. Cause oh, I, I 100% think he's gonna try. Um, no, he absolutely would, or his family will. And that's, that's the other scary part is they might go away for four years, but in four years, they're going to come back as a, as a third party or something like that, or in three years. And we're going to have a whole new party. They're going to start campaigning. Remember, and they're going to start campaigning now and they're going to have a whole new party called, you know, Trumpism or whatever it is. I, I guarantee it would be branded. I mean, yes, something horrific. Okay, um, so, so Elizabeth about, from Knoxville. Yeah. <laughs> First off, Is I don't understand. Yeah. Okay. I think well, now, so. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I, I've seen that confirmed. Well, I've seen stuff about her being from Maryland and or yeah. and or Maryville. I like. <laughs> Let's start. She's like a. I think we're gonna agree she's a transplant because none of us want to believe she's actually from here. <laughs> yeah, she right. must be from Alabama. Also, so, so I was like of course pissed and everybody's like no this is great and I'm like oh god you know I mean it's just more Not embarrassment great. for me for all my friends who are like where did you go where did you move to oh wait this really great red state with stupid fucking white privileged bitches who can't believe they got mace for storming a capitol building like this is where I've moved it's fine it's okay I'm not alone there's four of us to be fair, these people were from all over the country and from all walks of life. Right. She yeah. just happened to be the one interviewed. At least she wasn't was wearing that. like Viking gear. <laughs> and her piano scarf. What right. is her piano scarf? Out of it. Okay. Well, what's interesting to me now is these people seem surprised that their employers are letting them go. They're like, no, well, you don't. No, 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 no. No. I, you know what's great though? They're anti-union. So all of these people are anti-union. And you use then you probably live in a right to work state because you're red, just like us. And you can be fired for lots and lots of reasons that yeah, are not but, all of the aforementioned discrimination categories. But, but, but once never, again, 
being an asshole is not a protected class. They never seem to quote the Constitution in the correct context. Like, this is not about your freedom of speech. This is literally about state laws. I can't read. You don't like the federal government either. You want less federal government and more state government. And uh, you know what, man? I'm sorry. That's uh, It's a right-to-work state. They can fire you on a Tuesday just because it's Tuesday. It's because it's Tuesday. Um, They... (laughs) They don't realize also, since the smartest lawyers in the entire country study constitutional law and try to figure out constantly, it's very hard. It was written in an ambiguous way, some of it. It's a lot of gray. It's really hard. It's really hard. Really smart people. Really, really smart. The smartest of the smart can't figure this out. Hundreds of years ago. It was written hundreds of years ago. And you with your third grade education have neither read the Bible clearly or the Constitution clearly and don't have the tools to, I don't have the tools to understand either fully. Don't spout it. You don't know what you're talking about. You only use it when it's convenient, just like the Bible, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And... It's not help again. You're just you just sound stupid because you're only saying it when it's convenient to what to your dialogue. And then when somebody turns around and uses it against you, then it's like, you know, fake news. Yeah. No, I mean it, it's true. Like, yeah. So again, anyway, Elizabeth's from Knoxville. Please. <laughs> I will say that the guy with his feet up on Pelosi's desk was arrested, and that made me happy because, not happy, none of this makes me happy, but um, to me, like, that picture was just kind of like an icon for everything that it is wrong with this situation, right? So, and then, you know, we talked about that, and that was really hurtful and disrespectful, and and then we got pictures on Thursday morning of people of color cleaning up after these people. Um, and that one got me. Yeah, that's so, another one that's like- a As always, guy. you know what, we're your fucking maid. Um, you know, all the, you know, we had a Asian congressman cleaning up because he said it hurt his heart. Um, he is American, he was born here, he's, he's a first generation. And, but he felt um, like that was like the thing he could do. Like, that was so, he said it was so disrespectful. It was so hurtful for him to even see it. He had to do it. And when we have black, Hispanic, and Asian people cleaning up after a bunch of white supremacists, if that doesn't just say where we've gotten to in this country, it, you know why not? We had a Confederate flag going in the Capitol. I mean, why not at that point? But if that didn't, if that doesn't bother you, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with you then. I, I, I just, I don't know how to fix it. So I, I, I almost wrote, a, I almost wrote, I started writing a paper <clears throat> for philosophy class in college and I ended up uh, dropping out of college because I got into radio and, and I had another job and it was just, like, I was basically working two jobs and going to school full time. So it was a bit much. Anyways. That rock and roll celebrity lifestyle called to you? It did. It did. Uh, so You can't even the, go anywhere with him in public without being like mob. mobbed. Yeah, it's, it's a hard Every, life. Uh, <laughs> it's the life I've chosen, though. Um, so, but the, <laughs> the premise of the paper was that in a capitalist society such as the United States of America, pure democracy is impossible and impractical. And the main point here, and I, and this is, this goes to your point, Katrina, as the people that study constitutional law and study politics in a capitalist society, specifically America, because we are probably the, we're definitely the biggest capitalist society, but there has to be a division of labor. There has to be the people, the three of us, who spend, and and the people listening, that spend most of their time living, working, creating the things that other people want to buy or uh, dealing with their children or animals or whatever. Like, the only amount of time that they have to put into politics and understand the way that the government is run is maybe an hour or two in the evening when the local news is on. That's what they get. Or now when they're surfing Facebook or, or whatever and they see these things. But they don't have the time 
energy or desire to actually put forth the effort into studying it. Whereas people in Washington, Congress, uh, lobbyists, all these people, that's their job. Like where we spend our job doing marketing or filing paperwork or whatever, these people literally get paid to study and examine and analyze the laws of this country. So when they speak, regardless of whether I think they're lying, I'm going to listen because they know more than me. And quite honestly, if they're lying to me, I'm sort of inclined there's a reason for it. To, I mean, in, in all honesty, and sometimes that reason is not um, altruistic, but it, it, think about it this way. It, they could say aliens aren't real. I don't believe that. But there's a reason they're telling, they haven't told us aliens are real. You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason for some of the stuff that we don't know. But the point is, for Jim Bob and Daryl Joe to decide, well, we know what the Constitution means, and these people on Capitol Hill don't. It's like, no, you're a fucking idiot. You've been in a fucking mechanic shop all day spouting conspiracy theories with the dude across the car. Like, chill the fuck out, man. Anyways. Like, I 100% agree. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's the thing is everybody hears something, they think they know it, they think they get the, the full weight of it, but no, none of us, I, I don't. I don't get the full weight of any of this. Absolutely not. Or anything. Like, they're like, well, here's a bill from Congress. And that's the other thing. Like, well, they don't want to pass the coronavirus bill. Did you... Did you read the full coronavirus bill? Like, it's not that they're turning it down because of this. It's all these little things that were included in that that aren't going to work in your favor. Like, the $2,000 check looks great on this one, but what about this, 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 and this that's just hidden in there? Like, you're not not reading that, and you're not understanding the ramifications of that. So when, when senators and congressmen vote down bills it's not because they don't have your best interest at heart it's because they see something in those that you don't so again chill the fuck out when uh when i was helping put together the program that the citizens academy where katrina and i met katrina i don't know if you remember bill murrah but he was this community organizer and like a veteran community organizer and an incredible incredible man um, but he used to talk a lot about in, in the game of politics, there's people power and there's money power. And it's exactly what you were just talking about, Mitch. You know, there's people that, you know, their, their main thing in the world is influencing politics and they have lots of money to throw at it. But if you don't have money, what you have is your activity, right? And at the time, you know, this was, uh, you know, less than a decade ago, most of the time the people power was was liberal right that's that's how liberals kind of got stuff done at least in my estimation yeah um and i think when the tea party started that's when we started to see people power kind of on both sides and and by the way the money power is on both sides for sure um sure but what we just saw in the capital was the people power used for a cause that we would never want it to be used for but there is a dark side to that and it it wasn't used for a cause it was used for a a man well and and all like that's what's so weird it's like they weren't fighting for a cause they were fighting for a dude well ultimately too what they ended up doing was just delaying the inevitable and losing a big faction of people who were at least supporting them for their own benefit now they they've even lost that They've even lost the people who were riding the tide to make sure they their political career was fine. And now those people are done. Those people have said, I don't have to, I don't have to back you any longer because everybody condemns that. But you it's are. just a shame that it took them storming the Capitol well, for them to get on board. No, it, it was all a, it was all too little, too late. Like their their compliance with this for so long is what help this get where it was oh yeah mitt romney though he's stuck to his guns the whole time i'll i'll say um that's the one feller who uh 
who just never who never rode that trump train and you know you know a couple of times i feel like he backed down a little bit but for the most part nobody's perfect and and i have to i have to remind myself of that because i i listen to a lot of uh liberal podcasts and news podcasts and i I have to disseminate that information myself because some people are like oh this guy and it it doesn't matter if they're republican they have bad ideas and i'm like you know look we got to cut people some slack at some point and and respect the politics of the thing because if we just say well i'm a progressive and this is what i want and we don't want guns we don't want this we want this and it's like okay we're we're not like drawing those lines is where how we got here so we we need to have that uh decorum of saying okay yeah i i would like free education for everybody but we we can't do that tomorrow like that's that's impractical and it it was impractical to think bernie was going to get elected and immediately change the entire face of the nation like there's still those checks and balances that you have to go through so we as a people have to start remembering that and and even us as liberals going okay well you know what (laughs) Mitt Romney has some pretty terrible ideas and you know I I I don't like everything he says but on these aspects he's I'll hate him he's had some integrity so I'll give him some credit for that that's right and you know what maybe this thing isn't so bad if he'll go with this thing you know, I mean, it's it's that give and take that we don't have anymore where people aren't willing to say that. Well, and and I don't understand how anybody is like completely I'm because I've always been so like in the and so like really independent, like I do believe a little bit of a lot of things and in, in everything with religion, with all with politics, with all of that. I don't know how everybody is can't. How can we not do that? How can we not go? Well, right. I endorse this person but i don't like what they do here or i don't endorse this person or their politics but like mitt romney don't agree with most of what he does i i like that he did maintain some level of integrity right Um, i think that's admirable i think that he couldn't be bought and sold was pretty admirable i don't i agree with that anything else i I, I I fully agree with you and and i'm not suggesting because i i don't think centrist is the way to go because i don't think that makes progress on either side ever doesn't but meeting in the middle does like like finding that that balance that's what this is supposed to be about checks and balances that's right i do want to i sorry i've been taking the mute on and off so much because he's having a really good time no we'll we'll do the episode you're fine just go do what you gotta do Um, what i was gonna say by the way i just said his name which i wasn't supposed to do but that's fine um now everyone knows it so yeah Um, (laughs) the dragon um and I lost my train of thought. So I think if there is a way for it, it's a remembering, like you said, purity tests are bullshit. Um, people are more than one thing. And then also this, this might be like idealistic written over here, but there's this thing called, I'm, I'm not going to pronounce it right, but it's an African thing. It's called Ubuntu. Um, and I don't know how like accurate this is because it's an idea that I've seen on like Pinterest, but <laughs> but it's this beautiful concept and basically what this says is that um what a tribe does when someone has done something wrong what a tribe wants what a tribe needs (laughs) what they do is they like gather around the person and instead of like stabbing them or or like excommunicating them or yelling at them or they remind the person why they're good they remind the person all the things that they're supposed to be. And I think if there is a way forward for our country, that's maybe the way. Like, we're better than this. Dear God, we're better than this. Or maybe we're not, but we should be. I think that's what we've been getting at the whole time. Like, instead of overreacting, instead of let's like see where someone's coming from instead. You know, we all are from different experiences and different uh, circumstances and where that might not be something for me, that might be for you. And and I, that doesn't make you a monster. It doesn't make you my enemy. It just means you and I have different experiences and need different things. We do. I mean, every every one of us needs something different just in our interactions with each other. Right. Until it comes to you storming the Capitol and then then we're enemies. 
So if I come into your house with my whatever flag I've deemed appropriate that day, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you come to my house, tear down my flag and put yours up, that's, that's an issue. What about my Hocus Pocus flag? Mm, no. I, the only reason I say that, Ren, is because the flag I currently have up is, is very sacred to me. Also, and the it, only difference it's, is... It's, if I'm it says, happy neighbor, happy hood. Bullshit. There is no such flag. <laughs> also, by the way, um, Adam Christian Johnson, who's the guy who took Nancy Pelosi's lectern, has been arrested. Good. Another fucktard from Florida. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, if someone told me that 99% of the people who stormed the Capitol were from Florida, I would say, of course they were. <laughs> <laughs> Unfor unfortunately, um, they, unfortunately, they were busting in Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> I, God help us all. A Chicago CEO was arrested. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's been all right. It's been everybody from all the uh, states. Congratulations. You're nuts we everywhere. Could, uh, we could talk about this all day, but we should probably wrap it up. Yeah. Um, probably. Okay. Um, Anything good happening that we want to mention? Or not. All these people are being arrested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Sorry. did it already. Um, all right. I was wondering if we wanted to have a gratitude like, moment or if we're beyond that today. No, I'm not. I'm, gr I'm grateful that they finished doing their job that night. I'm grateful that um, there wasn't a ton of loss of life, even though I'm not going to lie, I have zero sympathy for, I, I will admit it here, there is, I have no sympathy for any of uh, the loss. I hate loss of, I don't agree with loss of life. I'm anti-death penalty, but I have zero sympathy. I can't. Maybe for the, you probably are not including the, the cop in that, right? I was about to say, except maybe for the Capitol Police that got I'm, crushed to death. That that one, that, that, that one's a bit, uh, you know, the rest of them, I mean, you, you're breaking into a federal building, the fucking capital of the United States. I'm not sure what you expected to happen. I mean, uh, I'm, but, I'm assuming the one cop that got killed was the one not taking selfies, I guess. Um, but I'm just having- We didn't even talk about that business. I'm having a hard time with the whole thing, like finding a give a shit to give, um, to be honest with you. I really am. I'm, I'm just not at, right now. My heart is not sympathetic to any of it. Um, but I am, like I said, I'm grateful the building wasn't torn down and irreparable damage was not done to the actual building, but I think irreparable damage was done to some people's hearts. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful that my son pooped this morning cause we weren't sure it was going to happen. And, uh, yeah, Shane held up a dirty diaper in the background about 30 minutes ago, so. <laughs> and I'm grateful for the poop I'm about to take. <laughs> With that bidet that I so hate. I'm just grateful that you're going to- You've already done yours. You've already done yours. That's <laughs> why so I'm so testy. I'm always testy. <laughs> She's all right testy. um <laughs> so grateful for all you listeners always of course um find us on that other f word.com that other f word pod on instagram we're on facebook you can see us make faces and whatnot because <laughs> ren puts these up and um remember don't storm the capital and remember feminism isn't a bad word <laughs>